the, the all the early morning shows, Good Morning America, Today Show, all going big with Trump canceling the Philadelphia Eagles coming to the White House. Disinvited them. I, I think that's a terrible move, I, Mr. President. I think it's a terrible move. Also, he must think that the majority of the country would be on his side or, or the majority uh, of his supporters his, would be on yeah, his side. His base will like it. It's a it's a counter blow. But what about all the Eagles who said, yeah, we'd be honored to go to the White House. We'd love to meet the president. What about those guys? God dang it. Sorry, I just... I, I, yeah. Let the mighty Eagles What about John Ashcroft and his beautiful singing voice, huh? I hate the players not showing up to the White House. I hate that, too. Right. The, I don't agree with those policies, so I'm not going, that's not what it's about. For crying out loud. Well, and for the umpteenth time, so are you guys pro-Trump or are you anti-Trump? I can't tell. We actually got this text. Do you guys do another show I don't know about? How do these people think you endorse everything Trump does? I'm scared and confused. Yeah, hey, please. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Come over tonight. I'm pouring. So, uh, speaking of Trump, which people often do, <laughs> um, he uh, had a tweet in the last couple of days about how he can pardon himself according to legal experts, and I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Oh, I will at length. But The, late- the Constitution said Article 1 says it clearly, the pardon power. But blah, the blah, 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 late blah. night comics got into it. We got three of them, each oh, making a joke. A late night joke off involving self pardoning? Correct. Now, well, this is sure to be hilarious. <laughs> I will grade each one of the jokes, and the bottom grade getter will be banned for life from comedy. This is sure to be hilarious. Here we go. Today he tweeted, as has been stated by numerous legal scholars, I have the absolute right to pardon myself, but why would I do that when I've done nothing wrong? (laughs) Here's the thing, if you're asking a bunch of legal scholars if you can pardon yourself in the event that you're found guilty of something, (laughs) I'm going to say you're probably guilty. (laughs) The latest rumor in Washington is that President Trump could decide to pardon himself. Yeah. This would be completely constitutional, according to Trump's new Supreme Court Justice, Donald Trump. But, but why are you bringing it up if you're not going to do it? That's like a surgeon saying, it's just a routine appendectomy. Also, I could kill you at any time. <laughs> but why would I do that? Okay, now count backwards from ten. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is unprecedented. <laughs> I believe we have our first A, and it comes from a surprising source. Uh, Corden, D+. But it wasn't even a joke, really. It was kind of just a an observation, but he is also uh, downgraded one full grade for being oh. a foreigner. So that's the rarely seen F+. Plus. Oh, man, he's going to have to get his parent to sign that so we know that he showed it to him. Conan with a nice little B, and uh, Colbert with the rarely seen A. That's a funny joke. Yes, it is. That's a really funny joke. And it's, <laughs> uh, you know, and also they both, all three of them made the same point. The whole, I could do it. I could totally do it. I'm within my rights. All sorts of scholars have told me I could do it. But I don't need to, and I won't need to. Well, wait a minute now. <laughs> but He obviously and, and, fanned the flames of this conversation, and he didn't need to. So if people are discussing it, right. they'd be discussing it less if he hadn't tweeted. But the discussing of it is just, tell me this. I'm no, I'm no legal expert, but the, the complaint seems to be nobody is, is, is above the law. Well, how about, as we talked to the le- somebody who is a legal expert yesterday, how about the idea that the president is above the law, looking down over the law as the executive, but no human being is above the law? So if the pr- the office of the presidency 
did something illegal, well, that's okay for the office of the presidency. We're then going to boot you out through the impeachment process. Now you're a private citizen, right. and you'll be prosecuted like everybody else. We'll throw you in jail. And that'll work fine. If you, if you broke the law. Not only that, but the president, if he is granted the power to pardon himself by the Constitution, that's not being above the law. The Constitution is the supreme law of the land. I get what you mean by that, because it feels dictatorial. You know, it's funny, they're going wild on, I can't remember if it was MSNBC or CNN this morning, and they're interchangeable, so it doesn't really matter, but um, they were talking about, so this is so much like a dictatorship, so the president could shoot someone to death, pardon himself, and escape justice. No, except that would never, ever happen. Number one, it just wouldn't happen. Number two, he'd be impeached immediately, taken into custody, and 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 he would also be taken into custody while the courts wrestled over whether they could take him into custody. I mean, it's just you're. I almost appreciate it as an exercise in confronting the Constitution and trying to understand it. But the way it's presented that this is actually some sort of risk of Trump going wild and declaring a dictatorship—that's just dumb. And it's well, it's 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 overwrought. It's whipped up to get you to stay tuned. We're going to be fine. Trump's not going to do any of that, and if he does, he'll be on out on his ear before you can say Donald J. I would say that it uh, it should lead Americans to understand the um, the immense power the Constitution does grant the chief executive, and mm-hmm. you should choose wisely when you choose someone. Well, and you should take it very seriously, which the people who voted for Trump did take seriously. Like, and there's plenty of scholarship on this if you're the curious sort uh, from you know the. Various warnings and books about the imperial presidency to there was a recent piece in the Atlantic that's pretty good about how the presidency has become impossible um, because it's just too gigantic a job. And, and they spell it out in a way that really illustrates. I had a quote from it. Um, I'll grab it. But um, the long and short of my screed is don't grant more power to the executive branch. Cut it out. And to that uh, on that topic, I listened to Morning Joe this morning and um and they were uh, going on and on about uh, Trump has become a dictator and blah, blah, blah. And what if he shot somebody and the rest of it? And uh, Rand Paul was on there. And Rand Paul said, essentially, that, look, with all due respect, because it's an interesting question, that's not going to happen. And why are we arguing endlessly about this and not spending a single minute talking about the seven wars we're involved in right now that have no end and no congressional approval? And why aren't we talking about the fact that Congress isn't declaring wars anymore? Why aren't we talking about our soldiers fighting and getting injured and dying in all these countries? And instead, we're yelling about this stuff. He happens to be introducing, I think, tomorrow a uh, measure in the Senate um, to reauthorize the use of force because we're still going on the same tired one for hunting down Osama bin Laden back in 01. And that's why we're in Yemen and, and various places in Africa. Niger. And it's and, all based on right. the fact that they're a bunch of freaking cowards and they don't want to vote for the authorization and then something horrible happens and then someday somebody runs against them and says, he voted for this. And so, and so to avoid they that. De- right, they defer all the, the constitutional power to the presidency. Bunch of cowards. Further feeding America's, you know, headlong, you know, stumbling toward having a king. Because that's all we can understand is one person. It's like, you know, the only the only race that matters in uh, the great state of California right now is governor. That's the only thing anybody cares about, thinks about. Um, the only thing anybody cares about federally is uh, is the president. 
Um, uh, and back to the authorization of power thing, by the way. Um, since 9-11, obviously, we've had a completely controlled by the D's DC and a completely controlled by the R's DC. And neither one of those parties decided to take this up. Right. And, uh, and, and, and force the hand. Well observed, sir. party. They're all, both completely okay with, with the president just deciding where to send troops whenever, for whatever reason. Mm. Which is not the way it was designed. But anyway, that's enough of that, probably. I am happy to see this story because I've been complaining about this for years. Whatever happened to customer service? And there's a story out that there are some brick and mortars that are that are continuing to survive out there. And a lot of your brick and mortars that can't compete with online, it's because their customer service is so crappy. I hadn't noticed. Every time I'm in a store for years. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Plus, you're not supposed to click on I agree to any of your big Facebooks and Amazons oh, and the rest really? of it. I did you're one supposed yesterday. to go in and customize it all. I did one yesterday and I You're an I, idiot. I hesitated, so I. but I thought I want to use this thing. Oh my god, I'm gonna read all this and start making custom choices. Yes is the advice. I want to hear about that. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In the United Kingdom, a baby's first word was Alexa. (laughs) The baby's next words were, get me new parents. Hey, that's pretty good. I didn't didn't know what the punchline was going to be, but that's pretty good. I missed it. Is the joke worth replaying for Joey? Should I pretend that? (laughs) That's good. It's pretty good. I'll just pretend. It's a quick one. Let's do it. In the United Kingdom, a baby's first word was Alexa. The baby's next words were, get me new parents. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> uh, and this story won't take long, so I won't worry you out with it. And it just, I'm happy about it because it's something that I've been complaining about for years. I feel that in my lifetime, uh, customer service in general has taken a, a, a nosedive. And um, you regularly hear the business stories about brick and mortar struggling out there and People only talk about trying to compete with online, particularly Amazon, and the advantages Amazon has. You can get it delivered to your house, and maybe it's a better price, and blah, blah, blah. You don't have to leave your house, that sort of stuff. But finally, somebody wrote an article talking about a number of brick and mortars across the country, not the giant chains, but brick and mortars that are surviving in various cities that have really good customer service and how customer service has gotten so bad that it's driven people online. Or at least if it's a close call, you will choose online because, you know, the last time you went to that place, nobody gave a crap. Mm. And and, and how that can have an effect. And I would just say, if you run a business, you know, you might be able to hang around and weather this storm if you have good customer service. 
I think it's all part of the drive toward cheaper and crappier that you're always oh, railing about. Unbelievable. We've, You know, it's funny. You visiting the train museum the other day with Judy reminded me of America's manufacturing might and how we used to build stuff that would last decades. and would, But it would cost you, you know, you'd have to save up for a while to buy it. Um, and now we've gone to cheap and disposable willingly. And I think the, the whole customer, you're not going to, you can't spend money on customer service. And you're not going to differentiate yourself with customer service if what a lot of people are looking for is just cheap, cheap, cheap. But I think retailers have killed themselves by following that model, or they went too far. Strangely, this reminds me of the the doctors going digital story that we were talking about before and how the, the doctors themselves hate it, the patients don't like it. And that's because it seems like a lot of the decisions that are made on a corporate scale which is what a lot of the brick and mortars that are closing are, these large corporate chains, are not made by the people who do the business. They are oh, made no. by the shareholders. They're made by the sales execs that get yeah. promoted up. Yeah, that gets into the complicated re- uh, quarterly reporting that didn't used to exist, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, which might drive that sort of thing. But um, it goes through the example of this uh, clothing store where, the, where the, the, the people there are so helpful. If you've ever been to, like, and you pay a little more, uh, like higher end clothing places, shoe places, or whatever. But the people there are so freaking helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can actually help you with something as opposed to order a pair of shoes online and hope they fit and then go through the hassle of sending them back. Are you willing to pay more for a little extra for that? I am. I don't know if enough, enough other people are. Uh, some of these businesses, they are. But then you've also got the actively disengaged employee that I run into regularly at various places. And they just don't care. It's pretty obvious that all they want to do is get you out of there so they can go back to doing whatever it was they were doing. Actively disengaged is not merely apathetic. They are a saboteur. Yeah. But the the person who, do you have this in this size? No, we don't have that. Well, would you look? Or do you want to look? Or do you want to look up on the computer? I'm pretty sure we don't have that. You're pretty sure. Are you uh, sure? Or you'll run, right. or you'll run into right. the person that will bust their ass trying to find it. And if, hey, I found some over here. I thought maybe you know that actually wants to help you. Regularly, I I see it all the time. I can tell by the look on their face. What they want most is for you to leave so that they can go back to staring at their phone. Right. That's what they want. Well, those businesses are going to go out of business not because of Amazon. I don't know if that'll turn around. I don't know if that'll change, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we shall. We shall. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys actually enjoy treating your customers like a piece of shit. Some people do, sweetheart. Some people do. Well, do you disagree or what? No, I no? just I agree. Yeah, service has gotten bad, and it hasn't helped. I think it's a combination of things. You you could get away with it pre-Amazon, because uh, where are you going to go? You want a lawnmower? Where are you going to go? Well, why did service? Shoes, why yeah. did service used to be better long before anybody knew what the internet was? Why? Because that's the only way, really, for stores to differentiate themselves. You're probably making a minimum profit to stay in business, and that's how you got customers by having better customer service. Yeah, yeah. but then more and more goods from China, lower and lower prices. People responded to it. We not only do we get the government we deserve, we get the retail we deserve. Oh, no doubt. Like bought the other day, my wife bought this thing. It was to make water balloons. And as a little pump, you fill full of water, and it came with balloons. These balloons 
made in China, and they're like paper mache. I mean, they just fall apart. You right. can't. You they're can't not do really balloons in the well, conventional they're, sense. They're not. They're worth, right. they're worthless. They're literally worthless. Right. Why do we China. accept products like that? <laughs> I mean, I just I don't I remember it. balloons you bought in the fifties. You used to you'd blow them up and you'd end up giving them to your grandchildren. But they'd still be blown up. But anything, everything's like that. It costs like a dollar. But it's worthless. Right. <laughs> China. Well, I tell you what, you're in the minority. In fact, I, I would start to running around talking about your victimhood. You're a durableist. People, and you're you're in a minority. People like stuff that doesn't cheap function? crap. That's correct. Why? But why even buy it if it doesn't do anything? <laughs> if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, it does something. It might. <laughs> One out of four of those balloons held water. That's plenty. People are used to it. They've been beaten down. So, are we talking to uh, to Jeffrey Fowler from the WAPO at some point, Hanson? Not confirmed yet. Okay. It, it, it occurs to me, he's not only reporting on the Apple thingy with the uh, augmented reality and the cell phone addiction and, and stuff like that. The but he's, tongue detection. Uh, whatever. Uh, he also wrote the piece a few days ago, I was talking about to the say no to defaults. A clickable guide to fixing the complicated privacy settings from Facebook, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple. Now, we use Facebook through work. A lot of you use Facebook in real life. But I was going to say, most people use all of those giant corporations on one level or another. And the idea of going through them all and customizing your privacy settings how would for you, all of them, that, did, uh, how long would this take? Well, when you would you have to be a lawyer to even do it? No. No? Because this is the, he went to the trouble of a clickable guide mm. to, all right, and, and this uh, I'm holding the, the, uh, the printed copy in my hand because I'm old. Um, but if you did this online, he, he goes over it and everything's a link. All right, so now on Facebook's, uh, your phone's Facebook app, tap the button with three lines, then scroll to privacy and settings, then tap settings, then privacy settings, or use this link on the web, then switch to who can see your friends list from public to friends, or even better, only me, do the same, and this is another link on that same page with a separate setting for who can see the people pages and lists you follow, uh, what you give up, strangers being able to hunt you down or discover your interests, et cetera, et cetera, and it's pages did he of say, those customized settings. Did he say how long it took him to go through it? Um, he says, give me 15 minutes and I can help you join the 5% who are actually in control. Now, he invested a lot of time in putting this together. I'd imagine it was days, but he alleges that this is a 15-minute process, mm. and we will have a link for you at armstrongandgetty.com, so you can do it. And it's amazing. Well, it's not, it's not surprising, uh, but wouldn't most customers want it? That way to start with? In other words, you opt into sharing your information as opposed to... Of course. To- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What was the... Do I still have that? Uh, I've got the headline here, speaking of uh, Facebook, which again is dwarfed in all ways by Google. Um, the idea that Cambridge Analytica was the only one is a hilarious joke. Absolutely hilarious. Not on that to come. It's not a joke if it worked, and I think it worked. What, the PR campaign? You yeah. Mean? Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump on another Twitter tear aimed at Attorney General Jeff Sessions. you got Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz resigning with an eye on a 2020 prize. Oh, really? And Miss America getting a major makeover, a beauty pageant game changer. <laughs> Finally, news with impact. <laughs> on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
We got a whole bunch of uh, texts, as you would expect, about customer service and people's experiences and stuff like that. And businesses that they go to where they pay a little more, but it's worth it because they get help, that sort of thing. But this one, I'm not going to mention the business, even though I don't doubt that this is true. My nephew works at a big place you would go to get uh, home improvement material. Yeah, right. Uh, He told me they have a contest there. His nephew works there, among the other employees. He told me they have a contest there to see how long an employee can go without helping a customer. It's called ditching. Oh, I ditched for two hours today. Wow. Wow. That explains a lot. It does. And that, you see, I, I read that, and my, my life experience is not surprised that that's going on. No. Yeah. No. It rings true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump is continuing to lash out against the ongoing investigation into possible Russian collusion with his campaign. Trump taking to Twitter again this morning, expressing regret for ever picking Jeff Sessions as his attorney general. <laughs> wow. The tweet reading, the Russian witch hunt hoax continues, all because Jeff Sessions didn't tell me he was going to recuse himself. I would have quickly picked someone else. So much time and money wasted, so many lives ruined, and Sessions knew better than most that there was no collusion! Exclamation point. What makes him dash off a tweet like that? Why doesn't he just fire the guy? Or say to him, I want your resignation. I don't get it. Why the public undermining? Tweet coming after prosecutors told a federal judge one-time Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort was trying several times to tamper with witnesses in his ongoing criminal case, and they want him thrown in jail until the trial. The trial for Manafort's money. clearly a crook. Do whatever you want to do with him. Does yeah. that have anything to do with Trump and Russia? There Anybody is know? still nothing on serious quote-unquote collusion and what's come out. The Donald Jr. meeting is just dumb. It's just campaign dirt crap. It's just, you know, Trump's right on that. There's a hell of a lot of money and time being spent on uh, the idea of collusion. Now, Russian interference with our society and our elections is worthwhile. But, yeah, this whole mess. God, and we're not talking about the things that matter. Not at all. Starbucks chairman Howard Schultz is going to be stepping down, saying he may consider running for president. The 64-year-old Schultz, who was with Starbucks for 36 years. And brought us the brilliant policy of everybody can use the bathroom. He's As not- somebody said yesterday, I'm not sure I want to pay $5 to get a cup of coffee right. at a homeless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at two stints as the CEO, he's outspoken about his progressive political views and has been talked about before as a potential Democratic candidate. Schultz telling the New York Times yesterday, I want to be truthful with you without creating more speculative headlines. For some time now, I've been deeply concerned about our country, the growing division at home, and our standing in the world. Stepping down from Starbucks is a big deal. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's just to get lined up to run. Yep. So his original tweet was, or the the story was, you know, he's considering everything from philanthropy to public service. And I think it's kind of interesting that doing goodwill for the good of people is on one end of the spectrum and presented on the other end of the spectrum is going into yeah. government. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So he's written books, he's done yeah. the TED Talks, he's, uh, you know, he might be lined up for that. So getting back to the obsessing over the, the Mueller investigation yes. thing, which is consumes all of the all of the air, all of the oxygen on news, for instance, cable news. How's immigration reform coming along? Our completely screwed up system. It's one of the top issues on everybody's yep. minds. 
not not only border security, but how do we process people who get in? How about people who apply legally? How about the, their their humiliating and expensive prod, prod, um, process of just getting approval to come in? Uh, you know, how about uh, the youngsters? How about the temporary uh, worker permits to help agriculture? Is any of that getting discussed? We talked about the uh, all these foreign wars we're fighting all right. the time. None of that. How's your health care? How's your insurance coming along? Worse than ever, right? Obamacare is, is just awful. The, the Republicans have done nothing about it. The, the, the fix is in with the insurance companies. Craig Gottwals, Craig, the, ins- the uh, Obamacare lawyer, has been sending us updates. I have a news story here about a number of states are now saying, yeah, yeah, well, you know, since uh, we all have to pay for everybody's health care anyway, if somebody's here illegally, uh, anybody in our state really ought to be getting subsidized health care. So the whole you lie thing about Obamacare is now coming true in many states. Illegals are getting your tax money to pay for their health care. Is anybody talking about that? No, we're talking about Mueller, Trump, Russia. And now we're going to be talking about... There she is, Miss America. Yes, the Miss America pageant is making some Which major... was a very big deal 40 years ago. <laughs> they are making some major changes. Miss oh, my. A- Miss America is going to drop the swimsuit competition. A nude competition. Oh, my God. Totally naked on stage. In favor of an interactive session between judges and contestants, and they will no longer judge women on their appearance. Former Fox News anchor Gretchen Carlson, a former Miss America herself, says now it's Gretchen what... Carlson was Miss America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She says now it's what comes out of their mouths that counts. Show me your intellect! Woo! So, but what or, is it now? Or have they caught on that we all really like it when they bumble, bungle the answers, bumble, bumble no, along with the I've answers? I've heard Gretchen Carlson talking about this. In the year of hashtag Me Too, Jack, it's wrong to parade a bunch of women across the stage well, and judge is. them on their bodies. It is. It is. It's pretty. It's pretty odd. That if that's s- wrong, I don't want to be right. It is. It is. It is odd that we're still doing that. Why? Signed, cattle. Um. So, <laughs> so what is it now, though? It, uh, so now it's going to be a job interview, essentially, like a cattle call. No pun intended for a job interview. Contestants are going to highlight their achievements and their goals in life, and how they'll use their talents, their passion, and ambition They're to 17. perform. Seventeen. What achievements? To perform <laughs> the job of Miss America. Well, I've worked out a lot, and I'm very tan. My genetics worked out okay yes, for me. My and... dad's attractive, and my mom's attractive, so I'm really attractive. Oh. <laughs> so, if presumably then some, you know, not terribly good-looking 210-pound gal just knocks the judge's socks off with her answers, she will be Miss America. There you go. Presumably. There you go. Or is That's... it going to be all hot chicks still? You know, you're going to be able to take all this in live when it's broadcast September 9th from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Counterpoint. The... No, I won't. <laughs> The, so is it, on the outdoor gardening and hockey channel. Is it going to be like quiz show, like intellect answers? Is it going to be like physical uh, challenges? Like uh, I, I, I still don't know. What is it now? Juggling? That's my question. Why if it's it? not going to be hot chicks parading across the stage and then kind of tipping your cap to their intellect toward the end, what is it now? Is a giant tub full of oil uh, for wrestling? Is that oh, off the table? Oh, boy. Or? Well, you know what it is? Is irrelevant. I have the, that's the, what it is. The, it's dumb. They're right. trying to save something that's dumb. Right. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation, ringing the bell.
people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as <laughs> everywhere like such oh, as boy. the Iraq Oh, uh, boy. We have known a number of really impressive, talented young women who happen to also be very attractive who were into the whole pageant thing. And, I mean, their goal in life was to be Miss America. Yes. I mean, I've known yeah. a number of them. Which brings us to the NFL cheerleader controversy. We got to talk about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Another uh, area where super hot chicks are making the news. Gloria Allred is now involved in oh, representing good. the Houston Texan cheerleaders or somebody. Yeah, right. They're all complaining. Yeah. Suppose we could talk about that. Um, so they, Shake it. Shake it. By that I mean the American patriarchy. A court has ruled. That's right. On whether or not you can have in God we trust on money. So maybe we'll finally nail that down. Yeah, we got right. gay cake yesterday. Oh, no. God on the money today. Oh, no. Really knocking off the big issues. Oh, boy. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. about the Miss America pageant, most of them, well, all kinds of different. Next, next Miss America will probably be wearing a burqa. I like that sort of comment. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow, good one. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah. <laughs> I like that sort Beautiful. of comment. Sort of thing you can just say sitting on your bar stool. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Probably. Hell yeah. I'll tell you what, Obama. <laughs> Uh, Miss America won't be judged by their looks, just their political views. Yeah, the crowd oh. always goes wild for the most progressive answer you give, so it might turn into that. So the quote that I see being made a lot by Gretchen is, we are no longer a pageant, we are a competition. Okay. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's a... That's a string of words. number of people reacting to the text we got, again, I'm not going to mention the business, but you might go there to buy uh, tools to work on your home, I don't know, hmm. some lumber or something. Perhaps some grass seed. Um, uh, his nephew works at this place and said that they have contests to see how long an employee can go without helping a customer. It's called ditching. And I think we've all had that experience at that similar sort of store where we, we think, oh, okay, now I get it. That is what's going on there. Wow. Um, I, I go to my local Ace Hardware and pay more because the workers are knowledgeable, helpful, and respectful, and they have free popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I had an Ace near my house for a few years, then it closed. I guess it didn't get enough business, yeah. so I loved it. Oh, yeah. Loved it! I've got one I go to, too, and they, yeah. they actually know what they're doing. Always have someone If I go to a hardware actually... store and I talk to the guy and I describe what I'm trying to do, and he say, oh, no, what you need is actually, the... I love that so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> some, oh, yeah. some guy with just calluses and fingers on his hands that have just, he's been working with wood and metal his entire life. Um, business owners saying employees have gotten worse. Trying to find an employee that is worth any amount of money is almost impossible. Well, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Um, uh, a, a couple of people have mentioned it's not that the individual employees 
maybe where the customer service problem is. There's just not enough of them. Here's somebody sure. who goes to a store. They always have one register open, so there's a long line. That person can do be as good as they want, but there's only one person. This person went to a sent their kid, their high schooler, had a $800 they'd earned in their first job, was going to go open their first checking account. I remember doing that my, myself. It's a big moment in your life. Went to the bank. They said, you need to make an appointment and come back tomorrow at 3 because they don't have enough people to handle things like opening a checking account wow. for someone who just walks in. Yeah. So that's it. Just not enough employees. Yeah. And yeah. The, this person said when they're at the particular grocery store, they said they've actually put the um, items down on the counter and said, this is why Amazon's going to close you and walked out the door when they wait in line too long. Wow. Because there's nobody there. Mm. I've thought that before, too. There's employees. I see employees around. I don't know what they're doing. You open up. Freaking register, why don't you? Yeah. Make all these people that are giving you money kind of happy that they came here. Mm. Forget it. Or don't. And get or, or don't. Or end up closed down. On the ass cheeks of history, <laughs> as the great John McCain put it. Hey, speaking of politicians, uh, and we'll get more into this in a little bit. If if you're if you got voting today in your state, handful of states run here do, particularly California, get out and vote for Travis Allen. Well, there you go. Jack's a big Travis Allen for governor fan. Because I think Travis Allen against Gavin Newsom would be the most exciting race in the country. Very entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah. Two big personalities, and and, and you know that's I happen to vote. That's who I voted for. Two Normally, handsome, I don't talk about that. But. Two handsome, handsome men. Trading right. barbs. Yes, yes, barbs. Uh, but you will have a disproportionate impact if you actually show up. So show up. Google, where's my polling? Pl- you figure it out in like three minutes and vote. Please vote. Anyway, so we were talking about um, a number of things recently. Uh, teachers abandoning California by the thousands. 50% of San Francisco Bay Area people say they plan to leave in the next couple of years. Right. Is amazing. We got an email from a uh, regular listener and critic saying that can't be true. Real estate prices, blah blah blah. The minute somebody leaves, there are five people bidding on the house. I would point out, uh, sir, there is uh, what you might refer to as slack in the market, meaning there are because of the incredible economic imbalances and, and craziness, of California. There are. A number of people for every available home, which jacks up the price so much that the pool of people who can't f- afford a home at all or can't afford a nicer home or are relegated to crappy homes, there's a huge number of those people. And so you've got this a big pig in the middle of the boa that is waiting to get a house, but there aren't any. And so people who aren't in that, I can, I just, uh, I could if prices fall. Anyway, long and short of it is. People toward the bottom half are abandoning the state in droves, but there's such a shortage of housing, you're not going to see it for a while. And that's probably an insufficient explanation, but um, Ed sent this along. The reason they're uh, heading to Texas, cost of living comparison complete from San Jose, California to Austin, Texas. And Austin is not a cheap part of Texas. No, no. Big city, university town. That's the high end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, A salary of 77 grand in San Jose could decrease to $40,000. In Austin, Texas, and you'd have the same standard of living. Uh, median home cost in San Jose is eight hundred and forty-four grand. It's two ninety-nine in Austin. God, in Austin again is an expensive place to live in Texas. And, and, and if you're if you're used to commuting, you could live forty-five minutes from Austin, and it would cost you next to nothing. <laughs> right, right. Housing in general, never mind buying a home, is about triple. Uh, food, the ratio is one twenty to eighty-nine. 
Um, utilities, it's 128 to 91. Transportation, San Jose to Austin, it's 112 to 101. Health, it's 114 to 101. Everything is more expensive. Everything. And so that's why there's a, a teacher shortage in uh, California and it's getting worse. And then this is really good. This is from uh, the economic collapse blog. Dot com, why so many people are moving out of California. And this is encouragement to get out and vote, by the way, Golden Staters, to turn this crap around. Um, reasons for the exodus include rising crime, worse traffic in the Western world, growing homelessness epidemic, wildfires, earthquakes. Nobody's moving for that. And crazy politicians that do some of the stupidest things imaginable. Um, and they talk about earthquakes. That's why I left. An article by Kristen Tate, the author of a new book entitled How Do I Tax Thee? A Field Guide to the Great American Ripoff. Um, The largest socioeconomic segment moving from California is the upper middle class. The state is home to some of the most burdensome taxes and regulations in the nation. Meanwhile, its social engineering from green energy to wealth redistribution have made many working families poorer. As California begins its long decline, the influx outward is picking up in earnest. Uh, and she talks about the taxes and all, but the uh, incredible regulatory situation and the fact that you can halt any development by a phony uh, environmental suit, and the unions do this all the time, and the government's owned by the unions, blah, blah, blah. There can't be enough housing to accommodate people and let them live affordably. And so these trends are heading in a very, very bad direction. And you'll see it soon. We really like Jeffrey Fowler. He's the tech columnist for the Washington Post. We'll talk about the big conference that they had yesterday about the Apple and some new yeah. some new products and software and talking about how to get off your smartphone, not spend your whole life staring at your dang phone. That's coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.